Hello and welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Renewin. So last week we spoke about the moon phases, so I thought we would continue that conversation today as today we step into the first quarter energy of the moon cycle. So if you remember from last week, the first quarter moon is the energy of growth and expansion. So last week we were setting our intentions with the new moon, today it is all about growth. And I was thinking about growth. And I was thinking about motivation because it's all it's all very well me saying, oh, yes, this is the time for growth. Think of the energy of spring. Last week, it was like all about the dreaming and thinking about what it is that you want to create. This week, it's spring. So all of those little seeds are now shooting up through the soil and taking action. However, maybe you don't feel like it. <laughs> maybe you're like, no, Rebecca, I don't really feel like that at all today. So I want to share with you a spell to get you motivated. But I also want to talk about motivation. So when we start anything new, we're always going to hit resistance. It's what happens. So when we're dreaming about things, everything has potential. It feels incredible. Anything is possible because it's in our imagination, we're feeling it, we're, we're dreaming usually about the finished product. We're dreaming about what it will be like when we have achieved what it is we want to achieve, when we are doing what we want to be doing, when we have what we want to have. And whilst that is important, it's also equally as important to focus on the process. So we see this with the moon phases too. Last week was about dreaming, it was about resting, it was about nourishing, it was about nurturing. That's fantastic. That's fun, it's light, it's joyful, it's playful. This week, it's about taking action. And as we know, when we go to take action, we start to hit the reality of what it's going to take to get us where we want to go. And that can sometimes be a little bit uncomfortable because it's going to require us to grow. We don't have what we want already, so we're going to need to do something new to get what it is we want. Maybe it's about learning a new skill. Maybe it's about asking for help and support for someone to guide you. Maybe it's about looking at your mindset. Maybe it's about looking at your your life philosophy. What is your magical life <laughs> what is your magical life philosophy right now? What are the stories and beliefs that you're running to support you become the person you need to become to have, be, do that intention? Growth is essential for us to move forward. It often means we have to step out of our comfort zone. That can often be uncomfortable. I often think about this like going to the gym. You go to the gym, you want to become healthy and fit and strong or just feel a little bit better. And what you do is you break down the muscles, like you physically break them down. So the memory of that muscle goes, oh, they're using those muscles more. We have to build them back stronger. And so those muscles build back stronger, fitter, leaner, healthier. But it takes that moment to break them down, first of all. So we need that breaking down to grow back stronger. And the same thing happens on our spiritual growth, on our emotional growth. It's like we have to go through that momentary discomfort. Now, I'm not talking about pain. I'm not talking about where you need to go and get additional help. But I'm just talking about 
you pushing yourself and going, oh gosh, I don't want to do that thing. Or it feels a bit hard to go and learn that new thing. Perhaps I'll wait till next week. But it needs you to go and learn that thing, to commit to that thing, to look at that obstacle in front of you and go, okay, let's do this. So when you can ground into your values, into your life philosophy, into the things that are actually really important to you, that are bigger than that momentary discomfort, everything changes for you. So here's the trick though. Most people wait to to feel motivated, but that's the wrong way to do it. Motivation might come along, maybe, but when you take action, then you end up motivating yourself. So I've spoken many times about this before. It's not always about taking the big action. Quite often we have to psych ourselves up to take the big action. We take the big action and then we have a vulnerability hangover and then we crash the other side of it and then we stop and then we psych ourselves up again, psych ourselves up again and then we do the big thing and then we crash the other side of it and then we have to recover and then we wait. Sometimes the most effective way to do things is to do them tiny step by tiny step by tiny step. It is not sexy. It doesn't look great when you're like, yeah, I've just done this amazing thing and everyone's giving you accolades and be like, oh, that's amazing. Sure, do those. But don't rely on those. Don't rely on that motivation to push you to do the big things. It's often the biggest change happens in those small choices, those small daily choices that you make, the moment to moment choices that maybe you don't even notice that you're doing. People around you probably don't notice that you're doing them, but you have to choose that action. If you're feeling overwhelmed by all the things you have to do, take action. Because one thing that happens when we take action is when we're overwhelmed, we're in our head, there's too much going on. And so when we try and think our way out of it, what do I need to do next? What do I need to do next? And we're journaling and we're thinking and we're journaling and we're thinking about it. What happens is we're just adding to the noise. What we need to do is take action because when we take action, we get data. So you take action and you get what you wanted. Brilliant. Do more of that. That's the data. This worked. Excellent. Do more of it. You take action and you're like, ooh, that's not what I expected brilliant, that's data, do less of that. But it gets you out of overwhelm and into action. And the same with feeling motivated. Oh, I'm going to start this new project. I'll move that new intention. I'll learn the, the new language. I'll sign up for that course when I'm motivated. Often that motivation, yeah, it might come and it might come sporadically. But what you can do is you can choose to take action. You can choose to do the tiniest thing towards the th- whatever your intention is. So if it's to learn a class, that tiny action might be to read through the sales page to make sure it's the right course t- for you, to reach out to the teacher to make sure it's the right teacher for you, to reach out for help to get guidance on that next project that you're working on. It doesn't have to be the finished product. You're allowed to take little steps. You're allowed to use stepping stones to get you there. Okay. So thinking to your intention, now let's bring in some magic. Because as I've said before, the magic, when we create magic, it opens up channels for us to receive. 
So I'm going to get you to do what's called a working spell. It's a spell that you're going to work regularly. And the reason I want this to be worked regularly is because we're looking at the energy of motivation. So doing something once and forgetting about it isn't going to bring you the action, isn't going to bring you that motivation to carry on going. When we do a spell that regularly needs working, and honestly, I use the word work, <laughs> let's change that for play, that, that needs energising and activating um, in a literally a couple of moments a day or you know a couple of times a week, it connects you to the energy of action. It reminds you of your intention and it reminds you of like activating this energy of motivation. So I want you to take some time to really connect to your intention. What is it that you're working towards? And then think about how your values, how the things that are important to you, how the feelings you want to experience front and centre of your life all feed in to that intention. Now, the reason we start here is because I want to make sure that intention is yours. Often when we set an intention, we can get tricked or tripped up rather in thinking, oh yeah, this is what I want to achieve. But when we actually stop and think about it, it might be that we want to achieve that because we think that's what other people want for us. It's because what our family, society, culture expect from us. So when you think about your values, when you think about the feelings you want front and centre of your life, does your intention allow you to live what makes you you in a more fully expressed way. So maybe you're, maybe one of your values is freedom or adventure. Feelings you want to feel more of are connection. So when you look at your intention, are they bringing you more freedom, adventure and connection? Can you bring more freedom, connection into your intention? Okay, so we want to make sure you're on the right path right now. So in this energy of growth, we want to make sure that we are focused in the right direction, that we are holding our map, we are holding it up the correct way, and we have our compass pointing towards our north, our soul path. Okay, we haven't borrowed someone else's map, (laughs) we haven't got bits of it missing. This is our path that we want to walk on. This is the key of magic, is aligning your energy with your intention. Okay, so once you're clear on that, it's like, yes, your values, the um, things that you believe, the things that you want more of align with your intention. Perfect. So what we're going to do is we're going to create a jar spell. So I like this, actually. I like... (laughs) I like jars, but it's also very good because we can recycle. (laughs) There's bound to be jars in your house. But again, you can get really pretty jars as well, depending on what your intention is. So collect a jar, clean it, cleanse it. You might want to use smoke around it. You might want to put it in sunlight to clear away any energetic energy. And even if you've used this this jar before and it has really good energy, what we want to do is we want to take it to neutral. So cleanse that jar out. And then what you're going to do is you're going to fill it with items, things, herbs, ribbons, crystals, charms, anything that connects you with that energy of motivation. So collect all your things, 
cleanse all the things that you're going to be using and then write down on a piece of paper your intention, like the intention you're working towards and that you want the motivation to show up regularly to do this, to show up regularly for yourself, to do the work required to get you towards achieving your intention. Okay, so write that down on a piece of paper and fold it and put it in the jar. Now on that jar, or rather in that jar, you're also going to add in items. They could be crystals, for example, you could put some carnelian, like tumblestone carnelian in there. So once referred to it to, to me as like caffeine of the crystal world. And I think absolutely. So maybe you want you know, maybe when you're thinking of your intention, you're like, oh my goodness, this is going to take a lot of energy for me to do this. You might want to be thinking about putting a crystal, a carnelian in there, um, maybe some pyrite to get sparks going. The size of the crystal does not matter. They can be like crystal chips. They can be little tumble stones, whatever you have available. Um, you might want to put some coffee in there, some coffee, um, uh, ground coffee or some coffee granules, whatever you have available. Um, put that in there to like, kickstart that energy for you maybe there's some herbs you associate with like getting things moving and going quickly maybe um if you're like me slightly obsessed by charms um maybe you have some appropriate charms you can put in there maybe some like one of a flame or a fire um maybe some wings to you know spread your wings and move quicker maybe a little pair of like charm running shoes <laughs> to get you out of bed in the morning and maybe you have to get up earlier to give yourself that extra half an hour each day to you know focus on what it is you need to focus on think about what it is that you need and start adding that to the jar now if you don't have charms lying around um you might want to cut out some pictures or print some pictures off and put those pictures in there anything that adds to that energy maybe you have a favorite poem or a favorite song that you know lifts you up and motivates you write that down write the lyrics down put them in your jar uh, maybe you want to add something like cinnamon which is that that fiery energy to give you that boost to get going some chili some nutmeg whatever you associate with what you need so i'm talking about like the fire and the motivation but equally this could be about the motivation of like holding yourself with love and compassion. Perhaps you've always been like a driven, hugely motivated person, but actually what you're looking for now is like that long-term stamina and holding yourself with love and compassion. And that might look like, um, you know, bay leaves to celebrate the achievements that you're working towards. You could write on the bay leaves and add those to your jar. You could add in some rose quartz for that energy of love. And rose quartz still has that energy of growth, but it's from a much gentler energy. But again, whatever works for you, this isn't like a, well, I'm going say it's not a prescriptive recipe. This is a recipe for you jar things that feel like motivation, and that's it. So again, if you're after something, you might put an image or a picture or a word of that in your jar. Think, uh, so once you've done that, close your jar up, seal it with your lid. And then around the jar, you might want to um, write on the jar what it is you want to achieve. You could decorate it with ribbons or other pictures, anything that when you see it, 
you're going to be reminded of, oh yeah, this is the motivation. This is what it is that I'm creating. Okay. And then once you've done, once it's looking fabulous, just sit with it for a few moments and just feel into the energy of the jar. Feel into the energy of the magic that you are creating. The very clear intention that you're setting. You've brought in all of your allies, whether they be herbs, colours, ribbons, charms, magazine cutouts, it doesn't matter. Everything in that jar has been placed with the intention to get you motivated to take action towards your goal, towards your intention. And then sit with that jar for as long as feels appropriate, just feeling and connecting with that energy of motivation. And then when you feel connected to that energy, just ask the jar, the energy that you're sat in, your higher self, what do you need to focus on to get you moving towards your intention? And just listen for the answer. Maybe in that moment, you'll hear an answer. Get up half an hour early, reach out to this person, go listen, uh, go, you know, read that book, sign up for that course, rest more. Or maybe it'll be in a few days later. So you might want to journal around your experiences. Notice if you felt any resistance. You know, we talked about when we start to take action, that's when we feel the resistance. And ask yourself, what is it you need to do to work through that resistance? Maybe it's just to recognise, oh, this is a pattern I've played out before. And in just in naming it and recognising it is enough for you to go, oh, okay, I can let that go. I can move on now. Yeah. Or maybe there's some work to do around clearing that old energetic pattern so that you can move on with more confidence. And so once you've done that, maybe there's a message, maybe there's not. The chances are there is a message, whether it comes in immediately or a little bit later. And then ask yourself or ask the jar, ask yourself, where does that jar want to be stored? Maybe you have an altar. Maybe it's on your bedside table. Maybe it's on a windowsill getting charged by the sunshine. Maybe it's next to your toothbrush so you can see it every day before brushing your teeth. And just notice where it wants to be stored. And then I mentioned at the beginning, this is what we call a working spell because you're going to work the magic regularly. And so what you can do, again, depending on the jar and depending what you have in the jar, is every time you see your jar, you can give it a gentle shake. If it's only got like leaves, powder and paper in there, you could give it a more vigorous shake. Um, you know, if it's got lots of things in there, like like the metal charms in the glass and the jars, maybe not as thick as it could be. You might just want to give it a little like, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just wiggling my wrist around gently, you know, just give it a little swirl almost. You might feel called to add more things to the jar. And you might feel called. This happened to me, actually. Um, I'm working with a, a jar spell at the moment. It was actually a bowl. And some days I have to put a lid on it. I have to put a lid over my spell. And then other days I take the lid off. And it's really interesting to notice how that shows up in my world. Like when things are slowing down, when I have the lid on and when I take the lid off, it's like, yes, let's go again. And it's almost like that reminder just to slow down and to pause. And then it's like, yes, now we can go again. So notice 
how you connect with your jar and the energy and the magic that you're weaving. Does the jar want to stay in one place all the time? Is it somewhere sacred to you or is it somewhere really practical? Again, that might might reflect how you feel about your intention. Or maybe it's just more practical to have it on your altar so you can see it. Or maybe it's more practical to keep it on your bedside table. So every every morning when you wake up and night when you go to bed, you can give it a little shake. You can give it a little cheeky wink just to say, hey, I, I see you. I recognise you. And then every time you work that magic, you're connecting into that energy of motivation. You have started the process of taking action. And once we take that one step, it becomes easier to take the second step. And every day when you're connecting, or you know, maybe you're connecting to it a couple of times a week, every time you connect with it, you're just taking a moment to remind yourself of your intention. You're connecting with that energy again of creating motivation instead of waiting for motivation. Connect with it and just ask. This is one of my favorite questions to ask. How am I moving towards this today? What am I doing today to move me closer to my goals? And when you have that that that's jar in front of you, it's like you have that relationship. You've built that relationship with that jar. Um, and actually, if you haven't watched the um, during the summer, we did the magical summer school where all the classes were free. We did six weeks of magic and we talked about spell work in there. And I talked much in much greater detail about why it's important to develop relationships with your spell work so if you haven't watched that I recommend you go and watch it if you go to the community link in the show notes come and join us on the community like I say it's completely free and go to the resources page on the left hand side of the page and in there it's all the replays of summer school and in there there will be spell work (laughs) phew that was a long-winded way of doing it um, I'll also put that link in the show notes so you can just click it if you're already a member of the community and it will take you straight there. Um, but that's worth watching because it is about building relationship. It's building relationship with your tools, with the the items that you're using so that we can trust that energy so that we know that we're working and co-creating something bigger. And then regularly, you're just asking yourself, what am I doing next? What am I doing next? What am I doing next? Because as I talk about when we create magic, when we do magic, what we're doing is we're creating channels to receive. So you've called on the allies, you've called on the correspondences to send that energy out into the world, to create those channels in the world, to say, this is what I want to create. My energy is in alignment. My thoughts are in alignment. My values are in alignment. The feelings are in alignment. That is what I want to create. So when you come up against those, let's call them obstacles, those challenges, those moments where we have to choose ourselves and growth, instead of going, oh, it's an obstacle. It must be here to send me in a different way. It's like, oh, this is an obstacle. This is how I get stronger so I can hold the intention, so I can have that new thing, so I can do that new thing, so I can experience that new thing because it is a new thing. So it's almost like you have to get match fit for it. And that challenge can often be, or is often, a way of getting you stronger and aligned and on purpose so that you can hold and receive what it is you actually desire. 
And so when you're aligned with all of, all of that, all of that magic behind you, all of that energy behind you, and you have like your compass in the correct direction, when you get to that challenge, instead of it being like, oh no, what do I do? It becomes like, oh, how do I do this? What am I being called to do? And it, you become curious about the obstacle rather than intimidated by the obstacle. And so you move through that. And like I say, you keep working the magic. You keep working the magic. You're sending out that energy in front of you. And it's like creating that path for you to walk. And it sends out shoots of energy for you to then receive. So maybe um, you air quotes, synchronistically, coincidentally, notice a book, notice some a new piece of learning that gives you a piece of the puzzle that you're heading towards. Perhaps somebody reaches out to you that you've not heard for a long time and says, hey, and you're like, oh my goodness, you're just the person that I need. It's like, just notice what comes your way. And every time something comes your way like that, a little synchronistic event, a little piece of magic, just say thank you. That's it. Just be like, oh, my magic is working. And it's important to notice those moments because it's very easy just to go, oh yeah, okay, that's nice. But when you're like, oh my goodness, this is brilliant. Guess what? We start to notice all of the things. We start to notice when the world is nudging us one way or nudging us another way. We start to notice as the road opens up in front of us and we're like, oh yes, this is what I'm doing shake that jar, stir the jar, add to your jar. Maybe sometimes things need removing from the jar. And then when it feels complete, when you have arrived at your destination, or maybe you're like, do you know what? Actually, I think my intention has changed. Just empty the jar with reverence and say thank you. Some things you might be able to give back to the earth, perhaps you've written on a bay leaf. Um, Some things you might want to recycle and reuse, like the crystals you've added in there, just wash them off and cleanse them under the sun or the moonlight and recharge them. Some things might feel appropriate to compost, other things might be appropriate to, to throw away into the bin. But you will know that because you've been working with that energy and you will just know. So it does take, I was going to say it does take, Like I suppose it does actually, yeah, trusting yourself to be able to go, oh yeah, what is it I need to do? But the more that you do this, the more that you allow yourself to experiment and ask for what it is you need and listen to the answer, the easier it becomes. And then one day <laughs> you'll be stood in a churchyard going, oh, I think this is the tree that I'm looking for. And you'll hear a crow say, no, Rebecca, the tree you're looking for is around the other side of the church. And instead of going, oh my God, did I imagine that crow talking to me? You just go, oh, thanks. And you walk around the back of the church and you're like, why, there it is. That's the tree I was looking for. (laughs) But that all comes through trusting yourself. And maybe the crows will never talk to you. But it's kind of fun when you do get directions from crows. So I hope you found that useful. Step into that energy of expression and motivation and moving forward and having that energy of growth. And come over into our community and let us know how you found the process of creating a jar spell. And of course, if you have any questions 
post a comment, come and tag me in our community and I will <laughs> I'll help you create that jar spell if you have any questions. But really, the most important thing is to think about your intention and the motivation to do it and ask yourself what motivates you. Focus on the process, focus on showing up regularly. Yes, it's nice to do a vision board with, you know, where you want to be, what you want to experience on it. And that's very, very powerful. But actually, it's the process of what you need to do to create change, to learn new things, to be mindful of your thoughts, of your habits, of your of your resources that's actually going to get you to that vision board. So when we create a gel, uh, when we create a spell jar for motivation, what we're looking at is we're motivating us to take action rather than just dreaming about the vision that's happening in the future. The motivation is what we can do today, right now, to help us be in alignment, to move our energy, to direct that energy and focus on what it is we actually want to achieve so that we can live our magic every single day right now, rather than putting it off into the future when you have achieved what it is you want to achieve great celebration when that happens but also we can live the magic right now as we use a spell jar as one way to get us that motivation to move forward to take those small steps so I hope you found that useful Um, do let me know how you found that if you would like more magic and spells in our podcast we tend to do all sorts of magic don't we everyday life that's I am definitely all for the practical magic, but it is nice, I think, to have like spells that are very, very tangible, that just keep us connected to the life we want to create, the things we want to achieve and the things we want to experience. So thank you very much for joining me and I will speak to you again very soon.